Welcome to Making the Magic, a podcast talking about all things Disney, Universal and beyond. This week, we're chatting about Disneyland Paris and the newly reopened Hotel New York, which has been completely refurbished with a Marvel theme. Martin's been along to visit the parks and the hotel, so we've got all the latest information for you. I'm Amanda. And I'm Martin. Yes, I've been along a few times actually now uh, since the hotel opened to go and have a look at it. And of course, I've been in the parks as well. So I'm guessing you're dying to find out what it's like being in the parks at the moment, aren't you, Amanda? Yeah, absolutely. So I've seen you've done lots of Facebook lives and put lots of pictures on, made us all feel jealous about the fact that, uh, yeah, you can go in and enjoy the parks. And um, for people who might not be aware, of course, you're based in Paris, so not breaking any rules going along to go and visit the parks. No, I'm literally five minutes away. Away from the park so i haven't broken any boundary rules or anything like that and i'm also fully vaccinated as well so i'm allowed pretty much everywhere uh, within france so yes i've been in the parks quite a few times as you said i've done some facebook lives so keep an eye out on our facebook page and you'll see uh, more of me go around the parks as well i think it was really good during the during the second lockdown they had a lot of time and they could plan things to do more refurbishments so things like the buzz Lightyear uh, attraction reopen that was always going to have a refurb and that's looking really fresh and crisp and just looking amazing and and the targets are a bit a bit easier to shoot i think they've kind of recalibrated those and then just other little bits and bobs that they've kind of repainted and the whole place just looks really fresh and sort of brand new so it's amazing being back in the parks the new cars uh, road trip attraction opens i managed to go on that a couple of days before it opened if you've been on the old studio tram tour and you remember the catastrophe canyon it's now called cars catastrophe canyon uh, and you still go in the tram tours as well to go around there so you're going to go and have a little look at some things along route 66 in the cars world so you're going to go and see the world's biggest lug nut now i didn't know what a lug nut was was but it's basically those little things that you put on the end of something on the end of yeah yeah car minded and things at when you see it you know what it is uh, and then the main attraction is cars catastrophe canyon so it's been updated to include sort of a cars uh, character as well the video that's in the in the tram tour uh, has been updated so no longer it's jeremy irons i'm afraid you've got two characters from cars who are explaining what's going on when you're going around there as well and then right at the end you've got the i full i fuel tower fuel as in petrol uh, <laughs> and you've got the i fuel tower it's really nice it's kind of like a sweet little thing it's not very long about sort of five six minutes long so it's a lot shorter than the studio tram tour but it's a great way i always use like studio tram tour because you get to sit down um, <laughs> for a little bit it's a great way to sit down go and enjoy some things try and be on the left hand side if you can this way to sort of get the best views from uh, so sort of scooch all the way in in into the carriage when you get in the queue isn't particularly long because those trams can hold quite a lot of people. So it can turn around a lot of people each hour as well. So you shouldn't have to queue for a particularly long amount of time. The queue is kind of quite nice. It's a lot better than the Studio Tram Tour one uh, was. And there's little posters up as well. There's also, I haven't actually tried it yet, but there's a uh, a new sort of grab-and-go food place. So they've partnered with the people who make Baby Bell. So they've got a couple of sort of cheesy products as a crock sure, but it's got a Lightning McQueen on it, so it's called a Croc, Croc McQueen. Uh, and Croc, Croc Michels are usually quite nice, aren't they? I, mean, I guess you can't eat them because obviously you're gluten intolerant, aren't you, Amanda? But, um, yeah, a bit of gluten-free bread, that's fine. And I can remember yeah. the pre-gluten-free days. Now I do like a, a Croc <laughs> Monsieur, yeah. It's very, very French. And then they've also got this uh, other thing, which is basically chopped up vegetables with cheese on top. 
So it's a bit of a different kind of snack to what you kind of would normally get in a theme park. So uh, it looks kind of quite nice. I haven't actually tried that one out yet. So that's just off. Um, you walk up to it from the back of uh, RC Racer. So you, you go around there. There's signposts as well. So this is the first kind of glimpse as to what's going to be sort of moving, pushing further back into the studio. So uh, in a few years' time, we're going to get the Marvel Avengers Campus is going to be opening. And then you're going to have the big lake with the frozen land as well. So that's going to be further back past sort of where the little cars uh, attraction is at the moment so i really enjoyed it in the park they've just opened up in the studio d which is the one that used to have the the disney uh junior show they just opened up a new show in there really cool show i haven't actually got to see it yet but i know quite a lot of people who work on it and have worked on building it as well and they said it's amazing the, the stage is really really good you know the plot of the of the show isn't that complicated it's aimed at preschoolers so you're not going to be getting the most complicated plot in the world so again don't have to worry that you know it's in english it's in french it's a bit of a mix but a really kind of cute show again nice place to go and sit down if you're coming in the winter maybe it's a bit colder and a bit rainy as well then a great place to go in and uh, and spend some time and the kids get to see the favorite characters and some of the ones that you don't normally see in the parks so you've got vampirina i hope i'm getting that right and fancy Nancy? Is that a Disney Junior character? Do you know what? My kids are older now, so <laughs> I'm struggling. Go- going back a few years, I could have named you know all of them. Um, Vampirina, I've heard of. I'm not sure I've heard of the other one. I'm f- pretty sure it's Fancy Nancy. I could be getting this wrong, and I apologise to any kids who are listening who are screaming, <laughs> going, it's not Fancy Nancy, it's something else. Anyway, you've got those. So it's a way of seeing some of the characters um, that you wouldn't normally see. Of course, Mickey's in it as well, um, which is great. So it is great to have a live show back at Disneyland Paris. So it's right next to Stitch, which is still going on as well. So, yeah, make the most when you go in, uh, to go in there. In the park, it's been a nice atmosphere, I think, you know, uh, yes, you still have to wear the masks and uh, I'm not sure how much longer that's going to be needed for because of the rules are sort of changing and being relaxed in France. So hopefully it won't be too much longer. But at the moment, you still need to wear a mask. It doesn't bother me. I know it does bother some people. The only thing is, obviously, when you're having your photos taken, yeah, it's not as it's not as nice to have a photo with a mask on. But you know, you're always going to remember what year it was that you, when, you, yeah. when you look back at the photo. It's going to remember, oh yeah, that was 2021. That we because what's the age for children now? Because it, it was older in Disneyland Paris when it opened the first time. But it, is it age six and up now for masks? Yeah, it, it's six now because that was fitting in with with the French rules for schools. So at school they had to wear a mask from six years and above. And to be fair, m- most of the people that are in the park at the moment, it is mainly French people that are in the park because it's really easy for them to get to there are some spanish i've spoken to some people from the netherlands there's uh, some uh, there's some british people as well that are over there but the ones that live in europe so they're not sort of breaking any rules and and coming across from uh, uh well, coming across from our country but hopefully again that's going to be changing soon as well so i'll obviously keep an eye out on our social media and hopefully we'll get some some good news for that yeah things are starting to open up now aren't they so fingers crossed yeah we'll be able to be getting over there more easily very soon. And um, I mean, one of the things in the parts I know people were concerned about was the refurbishment of the castle and what that would look like. I think it looks for, for 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 what it is. I think they've done a very good job of it. So yes, it doesn't look. Uh, you know, it, it's not perfect because it's got clouds on the image that's the tarpaulin that's oh, that's covering over it. So just, I mean, you've posted some pictures on a Facebook page. So just explain yeah. what the setup is with it. 
there's a, a scaffolding that's uh, that's covering it, and they've covered the, the scaffolding with tarpaulin, which has basically a picture of the of the castle on there. But they've taken a picture on a sunny day, so if you go in and it's a bit of a cloudy day, then you can it stands out because you've got the blue sky and then the grey maybe behind. But the other day when I went in, it was nice blue sky, and you couldn't really sort of tell it was slight slight different colour. But from the end of Main Street, it was fine. There's still lots of people standing around taking pictures. I still think it, may, it it's still really nice. There are plenty of other things to take photos of at Disneyland Paris, not just the castle. You can still go inside the castle and go to the two shops in there, but you can't go down to the Dragon and you can't walk up to go and have a look around on the first floor. So apart from that, you know, it, it is looking good. It is a bit different, but I think, you know, they have to, well, they have to do the, the refurb of, of the castle. Uh, and it's better than, you know, a couple of years ago, we wouldn't have had a themed tarpaulin we would have it would have just been a box that was covering it so yeah. at least it is better now that you do have these kind of themed themed tarps yeah and from what i've seen is as you said if you stood kind of down main street and you were taking a picture in front of it um you know, it doesn't look ugly okay if you look closely you can see that it, it isn't the actual castle but it's not a crane and scaffolding and all the rest of it. It, 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 it looks fine, doesn't it? I mean, we'll be glad when we get the castle back proper. I mean, we don't have an end date, do we, as to when it's going to all be unveiled? No, like anything at the moment, Disney can't sort of uh, uh, stick to any particular dates because they just don't know because you know, they're, they're relying so much on uh, other companies and other businesses, for example, for the turrets and for the paint and those kind of things. So, you know, if, for example, the people that were creating the new turrets, even though the new turrets are on, but, you know, creating the new turrets um, suddenly had to close for two weeks because of because of COVID, that would delay it. So I think this is the only reason Disney aren't actually releasing a date. But from what it kind of, they've already um, taken the top part off, so you can see the very top of the castle is the actual real part of the castle uh, and not just the tarpaulin. So they are kind of getting there. Uh, slowly but surely so hopefully it's not gonna be too much longer but we'll wait for an official date from disney before we sort of uh, announce it yeah absolutely i mean i think the the fact that the park was close to those number of months meant that that they were able to get on with it a bit more more quickly so hopefully they've made some good progress and uh yeah over the the coming months it'll all be unveiled um for us to see so there are still some character meet and greets going on a bit different than going back previously but you can still meet characters can't you yes you've got the selfie spots which are really good i kind of like them because they're a lot quicker like beforehand you might go to meet mickey and it might be an hour long queue sometimes an hour and a half long queue to go and meet mickey but here uh you've got the characters are uh, at least a meter away from you if they're outdoors they're generally about a meter away from you if it's at say meet mickey where they're up on the stage then they're a bit further away and you basically just stand there and take a selfie there are a few that do have um the disney uh photo pass photographers that are there as well so if you've got the photo pass and I would definitely recommend it at the moment to have a photo pass because you can't give your phone to someone else. Now I can't take selfies. I don't, either I've got, I haven't got long enough arms or I think my phone's quite big and I kind of feel like I'm going to drop it sort of like holding onto it and trying to press the button. So not great at taking selfies. So if it does have a, uh, photo pass photographer there, I will use that one instead because they can take a professional photo of you. Uh, and you, you can't hand your phone off to someone else to take a photo at the moment. So if you all want to be in the photo uh, and there's a photo fast photographer, use those. It's, it's, it's a brilliant service uh, anyway, but even more so during COVID. 
Yeah, and make sure everybody gets in on the picture, as, as you say. So no autographs at the minute, but you can still go and meet all your favourite characters, albeit a metre away. Yeah, there's some kind of nice scenery as well. So Snow White uh, and the Prince are meeting down by the Wishing Well. It's kind of quite nice sort of background to scenery to that. There's some characters that are meeting in the Nautilus as well, and they're wearing different costumes. So again, we're actually getting to see different costumes, different characters that we might normally have got to see. It's the same for the Marvel characters. Now, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Marvel characters a bit later, but you can go up onto the stage in what used to be uh, Studio Theatre in Walt Disney Studios Park, and you can take selfies. Uh, up on the stage with uh, the Marvel characters. Now, if the park had been running normally, you wouldn't be able to see those characters. You wouldn't be able to go and meet those characters. Um, so, it, it, you know, there are downsides to it, but you're actually gonna, probably going to be able to see more. And because you're not going to be queuing as long, you're going to get more done in the day. If you really like meeting characters, you're going to see a lot more uh, than maybe what you're used to in the past. Yeah, no, I've noticed there have been some more unusual characters and a lot more characters um, available to, to meet, which is, is great, or in their different outfits. So if you're a character collector and you like to see those unusual characters, then, uh, yeah, it's a good opportunity. No character dining at the, the minute, though, is there? No, no character dining at, at the moment. So hopefully that'll be coming back at, at some point soon. But all of the other restaurants pretty much are open. Yeah, pretty much apart from Cafe Mickey uh, and Waltz and the ones that are in the hotels that are currently closed. Pretty much every other restaurant is open. Some of the quick service restaurants aren't open or they're only open a couple of days a week. Uh, my favorite one is open, which is Cowboy Cookout. I love going there. I went to the Lucky Nugget Saloon the other day to go and have the, the tea time treat. That was really good. It's an uh, ice cream sundae, a brownie or a donut and a drink. It's a bit expensive. It's 13 euro, but I, to be honest, there was enough for two people. You could have split that quite easily uh, for, for two. And it was really nice. It's table service, so you order it when you go in, and then they come and bring it over to you. And the theatre sort of surrounding that you're in in the restaurant is really cool as well. So it is kind of nice to be in somewhere uh, different to the normal sort of quick service where you have to go and pick up a tray uh, and go then go and hunt for a table somewhere. <laughs> so it was kind of nice to do that. I mean, you can go and have... Uh, the normal lunchtime menu in there as well, which is which is good. But I wanted to try out the tea time menu. I was getting a bit peckish in the afternoon. Yeah, a little afternoon treat seems uh, quite good to keep you going in the parks. That Definitely, sounds like great. Yeah. And the pictures did look good. And we say you've done, got those Facebook lives, plenty of pictures of the parks. So go and check those out on our Fairytale Holidays um, Facebook page if you'd like a little bit of a flavour of uh, what's going on. The other big development has been the reopening of Hotel New York. I feel like we've been talking about this for like, well, years, haven't we? It feels like now. I mean, it must have been closed, what, a couple of years? Yeah, it's, it's felt like a long time it's been closed. <laughs> but yeah, it's finally it's finally opened. And if you've, I used to really like Hotel New York beforehand. Uh, I always thought it was a really good hotel for, for people who wanted to be in Disney, but they kind of didn't want to sort of like in your face kind of theming or anything like that. And it was a bit sort of, uh, I wouldn't say classy, but it was kind of like a bit of a nicer kind of Well, I'm very, I'm very glad you said classy because this is my choice of uh, yes. hotel, the Hotel New York. So this is the one I tended to, to stay in when I've, I've been before. And yeah, I think it is, uh, well, it always was a nice hotel, but now it just looks even more amazing. Amazing and in a great location too, isn't it? It's in a fantastic location. I mean, it's a five-minute walk to the park, so really easy. You can take a bus, but literally, the, you're on the bus for thirty seconds. 
I don't know why anyone takes the bus. <laughs> Honestly, no, it's and, crazy. And it's a yeah, it's a pleasant walk as well because you. I mean, you come out of the hotel and you're just straight into Disney Village, and you're doing the security there. So you come out where Cafe Mickey is. So yeah, it's a nice in the mornings, nice walk through the village, and in the evenings or in the afternoons when you're coming back, you might want to browse the shops, do a bit of shopping, got through the village, and there you are back at your hotel. Yeah, it's also handy if you want to pop back in the afternoon to go and have a swim. I think that's kind of one of the great things about staying at hotel resume pool is you can just pop back uh, and go and chill out a little bit, especially if you've got smaller kids that might get a bit tired. You can sort of need to go and sort of uh, chill out and relax a bit. But fantastic location. I think the publicity is that it's a force hammer throw away from the parks, although <laughs> I'm pretty sure the four can probably throw it further than that. But yeah, you are really, really close five minute walk to the park inside i mean the decor is amazing it's not in your face marvel uh it's very artistically very well done so it's got around 350 unique pieces of art that you're not going to find anywhere else up on the wall and it's different styles as well so we're walking around the other day and you've got sort of like sort of 70s sort of style from the comics uh and you've got all those sort of headshots on the wall and then uh next to one of the lifts you've got this really kind of cool new york graffiti style spider-man uh picture i think that was all on one of the videos uh that was on the facebook live really cool then next the other set of lifts you've got this big avengers montage up on the wall it's absolutely amazing you go into the into the uh, reception area and you've got these Iron Man suits up there as well so loads of people taking their photos there there's just little bits of malware I mean the attention to detail is truly amazing I mean in the bar for example you know the leather wallets that you get your bill in mm-hmm. and it's got Disneyland Paris on the front when you open it up it's got some Marvel artwork inside that so it's that level of detail if, uh, is these leather wallets are just for this hotel. They're not for all the other ones. They're not sort of shared between them. So really kind of nice little touches. The, 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 the costumes that all the cast members are wearing, they're really cool. And they've got different name tags as well. So it's not the same name tags that everyone else has. So they've really tried to make this stand out from all the other hotels um, and I can't wait for people to go over and go and see it. I was, I'm really excited. I've been in there three or four times and I get excited still going into there. But I think people are going to really, really love staying at this hotel. Yeah, I think anybody who's any kind of Marvel fan uh, will be blown away by it. I am really excited to to stay there, there too. So, yeah, get me over there. Yeah. <laughs> One of the big points of staying at this hotel is going to be that you can go into that Marvel superhero photo location. uh, And this is just for people staying in the hotel. So, yes, as a non-hotel resident, you can go to the restaurant, you can go to the bar, but you can't get into the photo location. You have to pre-book it. And this isn't just standing next to your favorite character and getting a picture, is it? No, it's not just like a painted background. It's a full kind of like with the picture, you, you look like you're in one of the movies. So you've got things like the, the Spider-Man one is, is, is Peter Parker's bedroom, but it's upside down. So it looks like you're on the ceiling. I mean, it's that kind of level of attention and, le- and attention to detail that sets this apart from sort of normal photo locations. 
absolutely amazing. I can't wait to get in and go and get my photo taken uh, with Spider-Man and all the other characters are in there as well. But this Yeah, and as much as it's thing. kind of, if you're not staying there, it's a bit annoying that you can't get in. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, I mean, it, 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 it's a great perk for staying in this particular hotel. It's something that you can only yeah. do at this hotel. Uh, and yes, you can at the moment. You can go and meet the Marvel characters or some of them in the park. But having that picture of meeting Spider Man upside down—that's <laughs> a really cool shot. Imagine putting that on your Facebook. That's uh, you know you're going to get hundreds of likes. Yeah, I've seen quite a lot of pictures on Instagram already, and uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be lots more once we all get back over there. And then there's also the Marvel Design Studio for for guests, isn't there? Yeah, so this is where you can learn to become a Marvel artist. So again, something really cool and something unique that you just cannot not be able to do in the park. So if you've got a budding artist, uh, I mean, I can't draw. I, I can barely write, but I, I, so I can't draw. So maybe they, if they can teach me how to draw, then they can teach anyone how to draw. So again, really kind of cool thing. I think there's a lot of little things that you can do in the hotel. So, I mean, I would probably say that when the uh, when you're going to check in, uh, I mean, checking is now a bit, a bit kind of quicker because you can pre-register all your details uh, on the app and you basically get a text message or soon you're going to be getting a text message to say that your room's ready. So it's going to be a lot quicker. But before and when you used to have to queue up, if there was a long queue, you could send the kids off to go and do the, the, um, uh, do the artist's uh, drawing studio. Uh, so it kind of keeps them a bit occupied whilst, uh, whilst you're checking in. So it's a reasonably large hotel, isn't it? So we've got f- nearly 500 superior rooms. So we have two queen, bed in the- queen beds in them, so perfect for a family of four. And then we've got about 90 of the exec rooms, so the Empire State Club rooms. Yeah, a really nice touch as well. So you've got the empire uh, club where you can go and check in so you got it you know it's a different check-in desk so you can go and sit down and someone's going to personally welcome you and everything like that and then luggage gets taken up to the to the room and then you've got the lounge as well so you can go in there and there's drinks and there's nice little afternoon snacks and that's where also you're going to have your breakfast as well so you don't have your breakfast in the main restaurants uh, if you've got a meal plan you go and have your breakfast in the uh, empire club really kind of cool touch again it's a great way of uh, coming back to the hotel in the afternoon if you're a bit sort of tired you can go and sit in the lounge have a couple of snacks um i think you've done this before didn't you yeah i have so yeah, I, yeah one of the times i stayed at new york and um, we stayed in one of the the club rooms and yeah it's, it's a really nice little perk and i mean they have been really popular when we've been booking people into hotel new york because they're not that much more than the regular rooms but then you get your breakfast included um instead of having Having to pay to add it on and it's a bit calmer having your breakfast in the lounge than in the main big restaurant so yeah it's definitely worth having it and we found it again family of four although you're mainly going to be out in the parks it is quite a nice place to have just a bit more space so that while well, a couple of you are getting ready the other couple can go and be in the lounge and vice versa so that you just can yeah have a little bit of space away from each other <laughs> it's very true especially if the kids are a bit older you can send them down to the lounge whilst you're getting ready and vice versa you can sort of do that but it's also if again if the kids are a bit older they might just pop back you know, if you've got teenagers they might just pop back to get a drink in the afternoon or to sit down or maybe you'll do that and leave them in the park it depends yeah more probably more that way to be fair (laughs) with me but uh, and there's some nice restaurants you've been to eat in one of the restaurants already 
Yeah, I've been to the downtown restaurant. Uh, really, really nice, super friendly servers that are in there. It's a buffet restaurant, but at the moment, it's all uh, table service. So you go through the menu, and then they they tell you they bring everything over to you, so it's pre prepared. So it's in different uh, sort of boroughs or different sort of parts of New York. So it's designed to reflect sort of New York cuisine. So you've got the Chinese, you've got uh, American, and you've got Italian. So sort of like the three sort of flavors of New York. So uh, for your starter and for your main and for your desserts, because it's like a buffet, you can just keep ordering them. So on the starters, uh, they do dim sum and it comes in the proper dim sum. Uh, I'm not sure what the actual thing is called, but it's you know, basket, like the yeah. basket yeah. it comes in. Now I don't eat fish and the, the it, it's made with fish. Uh, so I didn't have this, but the people who were sat next to me have there and it looked really good. <laughs> and they, they really enjoyed it. They said they really liked it. Uh, I had the Italian meat platter. Uh, it could have done with maybe a little bit of cheese on there as well to sort of break it up. Uh, and then you get your bread and it's just, Really nice, nice sort of charcuterie. So good kind of way to start your meal. Then on to the main course. Now, I decided to try quite a few things. So uh, the first thing I tried was uh, uh, was the chicken wings because I thought, oh, I wonder what these kind of like. So you get a couple of chicken wings. So you get some little roast potatoes, which kind of like it been done in like a garlic oil. And then you get a little corn on the cob. I really like corn on the cob. So that was really nice. Got barbecue sauce. The barbecue sauce isn't maybe as spicy as we have in the UK, but the French don't really do spice. So it's kind of been toned down so, so they can eat it. Uh, that was really nice. Um, th- the other thing is... Don't feel that you kind of, for, for example, if you want to have chicken wings and the other person wants to have something else, you can just order like one plate each at a time, but you can always kind of mix and match and just sort of go, oh, grab a chicken wing off of yours and, and, and do that. Now, we've always said with a buffet that you end up having strange combinations on a plate. So if it's pre-prepared, yeah. pre-plated, <laughs> you don't get those strange combinations. Um, so, that's, so that's one sort of uh up, upside, I suppose, um, by having it at table service. And it's really nicely presented. After that, I had the, the pincer, which is a sort of type of pizza, and it's done in a wood fire oven, and it's kind of all freshly made. The kitchen, you can actually see into the kitchen. It's an open plan kitchen, so you can see what's going on, uh, and you can see sort of how they're making it fresh, so it's sort of fresh dough, and it's a wood fire oven. Really, really tasty. I was actually only saying to someone uh, a couple of days before I went that you can't really find good pizza in France. It's, it's not the place to, to eat good pizza. This was good pizza. So I was very happy to get a slice of that. Uh, and then I had the beef brisket, which was again came with roast potatoes and green beans. And really tasty as well. Now, the plates aren't massive because the idea is you're meant to be able to have a couple of different plates. The idea is you don't just have one full kind of plate with just one thing on. They want you to try and, and have different things. Um, Next time I go, I'm going to try some more things off the Chinese menu because I didn't really have anything off of that. But that's uh, I thought, well, you know, next time I come back, I will try some some different things. There's sweet and sour chicken with rice, sort of that. That looked really nice as well, and some of the other things. Then on to the dessert. So, so you had room for dessert after all. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I had I had deliberately knowing this. I had deliberately one. I didn't have a fizzy drink because I'm not going to. You don't anymore. have to justify it. You don't have to justify well, no, it too. I, I, I had a I had a, a, a fusty which is like nesty uh, icy kind of thing so it was flat so that was fine and then I didn't really eat much during the day because I knew I was going to eat a lot <laughs> so I had my first lot of dessert which was the American plate so it was a cheesecake and I really like the cheesecake at Disneyland Paris really cool nice cheesecake um, 
and then there was a little Groot like chocolate mousse with a little uh, biscuit uh, um, Groot uh, on the top and that was really nice uh, and then my waiter said to me try the it said have you still got space and i went well it depends what what you're what you're offering and he said try the italian plate i went well you're the expert uh so he bought well it's all in the name of work isn't it all in the name of research you've got to go and do these things so you can uh, tell us all about them exactly yeah uh really really nice there was a lemon tart uh which is more like a lemon cheesecake but lemon sort of tart that was brilliant. It was, you know, when you get that hit of citrus, mm-hmm. that was, oh, that was amazing. I think I can still sort of taste it in my mouth now. There was a, a, a Captain America panna cotta. There was a Captain Marvel uh, meringue. Uh, and it was just beautiful. And there was a cannelloni as well. And that was super chocolatey, like really rich uh, chocolate. Uh, brilliant. It was a great way to finish <laughs> off everything. And really kind of quick service as well, because everything's pre-plated up for the servers. They could just go up and go and pick it up. So you were getting your food you know, just as quickly as you would do by going into a buffet. So don't think that table service means it's going to be slow. There's enough servers in there as well that you're going to be looked after really well. So, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see, won't we, as to when that does go back to being um, a buffet-style restaurant or whether they, they leave it like that. But it sounds like it's working really well in, in any case. And then there is the, the table service restaurant, isn't it, the Manhattan restaurant? Yeah, so that's the one next door. And this has got the big chandelier from Asgard uh, that's up there. I haven't been to this restaurant yet, but the the menu looks really, really nice. Again, it's a celebration of sort of New York cuisine. So you can have things like, like sort of, uh, Italian lasagna and things like that. So really kind of good choice. Uh, a really good good menu when I've looked through it. And I thought, oh, yes, I'll definitely eat that. I'll definitely eat that. But I kind of thought, well... I do like a buffet. <laughs> That's why I went to the buffet one to go and try that one out. But I will be going to go and try the Manhattan restaurant as soon as I can get in because the availability is just gone. I don't think there's any spaces available until September now. So it might be a wait for my review, unfortunately. Yeah. But you did manage to go along to one of the bars for us. Yes, I've been to the bar three times now. Uh, three times. During the day. <laughs> so they have the Bleecker Street Lounge, which is a Bleecker Street, for those who don't know, is the street where um, Dr. Strange's uh, headquarters are. So uh, it's named after that. It's like a New York kind of loft. It's that kind of exposed brickwork kind of vibe to it. The music in there is really cool. It's like this kind of chilled out version of the music from the Marvel films. So you're listening to it going, ah, that's spider-man or that's the music that was in doctor strange really kind of cool you might have seen on my on the facebook live i've had the lemonade elixir which because it's doctor strange he comes in you've got this glass with mint and lemon in it and a clear liquid and then you've got this like beaker like a science kind of beaker that you then pour in which is blue but when you mix it all together it turns purple so it's a really Mm. cool thing now this is six euros, which is kind of for a non-alcoholic drink at Disney for like a themed one. It's really good value, I think, because it's six euros just for a Coke, which is the same size. So why on earth would you have a Coke when you can have this really cool themed drink 
for the same price. I don't know. So maybe maybe if Disney listening, they take this on board, they might end up putting the price up of the... Uh, yeah, don't the, tell them that. Unfortunately, <laughs> they, might, they might put it up, but hopefully they won't because it's really cool. It's not too sweet. And make sure you mix it to kind of get get it all, all, all the flavors uh, mixed in there together. Uh, really, really nice. There's, there's a couple of other drinks on there as well. There's a carrot cake juice which apparently is really really good as well there's uh, a tea uh, because it's all about uh, the ancient kind of tea uh, there is uh, a cocktail as well an alcoholic cocktail i haven't tried this one yet but there's a nice sort of range of that i had the potato wedges the potato the roast potatoes then there's not many on the plates and so if they're if you're a family of four you probably need to buy two plates but they're kind of like just a nice snack they're coated in quite a nice sort of crumb and there's a nice dip to go with them as well so it is just a snack you couldn't have that as a main meal if it's just a bar snack yeah and you've got like you could just get a beer or a glass of wine or a coffee or soft drinks if you wanted if you didn't want those kind of themed cocktail drinks as well yeah, you can just get a beer or a cocktail. They've got Brooklyn beer, so you know they're, they're kind of really keeping in with the theming, and they've got ones which are made in sort of microbreweries, so it's not just you know the regular kind of beers. You can get you can get something a bit different as well. And then the other bar that I think I'm very excited about is the Skyline Bar. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, I haven't been to this one yet. It's the, uh, the the Bleecker Street Lounge is open during the day. It's open at the moment, 11 till 6 p.m. And then the Skyline is open from 6 p.m. until I think it's 11. So in total, there are um, 12 hours of the day you can go to a bar at Hotel New York, but they swap halfway between. I'm not sure why there isn't a crossover. It seems crazy to me. But Do you think the staff are working both bars? Do you think that's why it is? I don't, I don't really know to be honest but you kind of obviously you can't close one bar at dead on six o'clock and open the other one there's still going to be a, a people that are work you know if, if you're all yeah, drinking yeah. five to six you can, might still be in there at half past six quarter to seven so i'm not sure if it's that i think hopefully in the future there'll be a crossover of maybe two hours i think they just wanted to see what it was like if people would actually go to the bleak street bar during the day it's a great place that when you've checked in go down go and have a drink before going to hit the parks really really good way of chilling out nice sort of vibe to it it does have a little outdoor terrace as well if the weather's good but it is covered so you can go and sit out there but i've sat inside uh all the time because i want to listen to the music and i want to kind of be in the atmosphere and the vibe but skyline my friends have been to skyline and they've said really really cool because you feel like you're in new york you're up on this uh, up on the top floor and you're looking out and you know, occasionally Spider-Man might swing by or Iron Man might fly by and it gets dark as it gets darker as well. So it's really, really well done from, from what I've been told. The cocktails are amazing. They're a bit pricey. The 16 euro for an alcoholic cocktail. So it's a bit pricey, but they're served in these uh, designer kind of glasses and the cocktails that you're not going to get anywhere else. They're all Avengers kind of themed cocktails. So you can get one for each of the infinity stones. So I don't know if that's a test that when you're over Amanda, we're going to have to try out all the infinity. stones. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. Yeah. My friend had one and she had, it had meringue on the top of it and she said, oh. really, really amazing. So it's somewhere that you're not going to spend the entire night. Disney kind of know this is, you know, a 16 euro cocktail. You're not going to be spending the entire night in there, but the idea is you go in there and you, have this experience uh, so maybe you're going to have a drink in there before going to the restaurant or after going to the restaurant it all does sound absolutely amazing and just as you said just the, the feel of the the hotel and the attention to to detail i think people are going to really really enjoy staying there yeah i mean 
it was always a hotel we both loved, but I think this is taking it to the next level. And if this is the future of what attention to detail that's going to be at Disneyland Paris, then I can't wait for everything else to come out or Avengers Campus and everything else because it's really high level and it's such attention to detail that you really do feel like you are within the Marvel world. Mm. So if that's got you in the mood for a stay at the Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel, then then get in touch. So we're taking bookings right through to the end of September 2022. And then on selected dates, we've got some great priced exclusive offers too, haven't we? Yeah, so we've managed to take an allocation of rooms off of Disney. Uh, so they've been very nice uh, to us. And because we've taken an allocation, it means we get them at a better price. So we've passed those savings on to you and you can get some amazing prices. But I think a lot of people have looked at some of the prices of Hotel New York and it's not a cheap hotel hotel to stay at but we've managed to get some really great sort of prices so get in contact with us we've got a few dates uh, some of the dates are already selling out really really quickly so get in touch because once these rooms have gone we can't get any more off of disney yeah so they're mainly three night stays aren't they with four day park tickets so plenty of time to explore the hotel and the parks understand people not able to travel right at the minute but as you say we've got right through to next year as well so plan ahead um, and get those really really good prices yeah and the great thing about how the ones that are on our allocation is that we can already add the meal plans so that half ball plus that everyone loves doing it is the best meal plan is the half ball plus one you can add that already to your booking which means that you know exactly at the moment how much everything is going to cost for your trip uh, and it means that you can go to downtown or Manhattan or both uh, whilst you're there a nice low deposit it's only £25 per person so plenty of time to save up a, a, as well for your holiday definitely yeah and you can pay it off monthly as well so you can just jump onto the app and you can just pay it off uh, uh, as and when you like yeah so that's all for this week uh, so hopefully that's given you lots of info about what to expect um, at Disneyland Paris at the moment and also um, the Hotel New York please make sure you follow us or subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes and if you'd like to find out more about Fairytale Holidays and how you can book your next holiday with us then visit our website that's fairytaleholidays.co.uk and you'll find all the links in the show notes so thanks for listening and have a magical day <laughs> <laughs>